Welcome to the Prophecy Forum podcast with Pastor Larry Cockerham, bringing you the latest in current events as they relate to Bible prophecy. Listen in as these are not your normal studies from the Old and New Testament scriptures. Good afternoon. This is Brother Larry Cockerham, and come to you from Southwest Mississippi, and it's a dreary day out this winter today, folks, and uh, temperature 75 degrees. But uh, this evening, uh, we're talking about how close are we? Someone might ask, close to what? Well, we're not talking about the apocalypse. You know, most of your major movies today are focusing on the apocalypse, but, you know, we've got a good ways to go before we get to that point. Uh, Jesus, you know, he gave us some different reasons, and I believe I'm going to look at about three of the reasons this afternoon that we might better understand the season that we're in today. I like the first one, the lesson of the fig tree. Jesus said, now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and put forth leaves, you know that summer is nigh. So likewise you, when you shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Well, we know that Israel <clears throat> is symbolized by the fig tree. Uh, I believe there's three different trees that are three, yeah, three different trees that symbolize Israel in the Old Testament. Uh, we find it was the vine, and then we find now in this, this age, the church age, they're symbolized by the fig tree. And then, of course, uh, in the future, they'll be symbolized uh, by the olive tree. So all three of these trees symbolize Israel in their past, present, and future aspects. Now, Jesus said this, Now learn a parable of the fig tree when its branches yet tender. And put a fourth leaves, you know that summer is nigh. So likewise, ye, when you shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the doors. And so we know when Israel came back into the land in 1948, May of 1948, uh, the nation of Israel began to blossom forth. Uh, over here in Ezekiel 36, uh, it tells us, For I will take you from among the heathen, and gather you out of all countries, and bring you into your new land, your own land. And so, therefore, we find that Israel is now blossoming forth. We find in 1967 they captured Jerusalem, first time since 597 uh, BC. We're the only generation that's seen that come to pass, Israel. Uh, back in their land there uh, in 1948. And also we're the only generation that's seen the formation of this European Union. You know, it started out with about 10 nations. Uh, it got to 10 nations, and now I think there's 26 or more. But nevertheless, most believe that uh, the European Union will play a big part in the last days scenario. Over here in Daniel 2.44, it says, In the days of these kings shall the Lord of heaven set up a kingdom which shall uh, never be destroyed. 
Uh, so it says in the days of these kings. So I think that is indicating a short period of time. So we're the only generation that's seen that. Also, we're the only generation that has seen Russia and China emerge as great superpowers. I see headlines every day about uh, the new military uh, technologies that are coming out of Russia and China. And then, of course, the big one, Ezekiel 38 and 39, where uh, these northern armies, including Russia, will come against uh, Israel in the latter years and latter, latter days. We see China's 200 million man army there in Revelation 9, crossing the Euphrates River. So we're the only generation that's seen those uh, things coming together. We're the only generation that's seen these signs in Matthew 24 uh, and Luke 21. Matthew 24, 7 talks about the pestilences. Aren't we seeing the pestilences right now with this uh, COVID? Uh, you know, I think God's trying to get our attention with all these things, but uh, he also talks about wars and rumors of wars, and we're seeing that on a daily basis here since uh, Russia has surrounded the Ukraine, Matthew 24, 6. So we're the only generation that's seen these two superpowers emerge in just the last few years. Uh, we're the generation that's seen major advancements in technology and science, uh, here in Daniel 12, 4, it says, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book. Even to the time of the end, many shall run to and fro, and uh, knowledge shall be increased. So that's another uh, sign, the nuclear age. Matthew 24, 22, it says, Except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. So we're the only generation that's seen the nuclear age. We're the only generation that's seen the satellite age. Someone has said that uh, there in Revelation chapter 11, verse 9, where we see the two witnesses, uh, the whole world will see these two witnesses uh, be killed by the Antichrist and raptured uh, into heaven. That's only been possible uh, in our time. So we're the only generation that's seen the computer age. Uh, Revelation 13 talks about the mark of the beast that no one can buy or sell without the mark of the beast. And so we see uh, the beginnings of this with the uh, uh, mandates and the vaccination passes and things such as this, that you got to have a uh, vaccination just to enter into a restaurant or uh, to even work at your own job. So we're seeing all this coming together uh, here in the last days. So that, to me, is the first uh, way uh, that we can know uh, that time is getting close. But now also concerning uh, the parable of the fig tree, uh, we find that he says, this generation shall not pass. Well, Someone has asked, how long uh, is a generation? Well, a generation, many believe, and according to uh, Psalm 90, 10, says the days of our years are threescore years and ten. Well, that's 70 years. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, well, that's 80 years, yet is their strength, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, 
and we fly away. So according to Psalms 90 verse 10, a generation is 80 years, 70, 80 for strength. So, you know, if you go out to 80 years, that the Bible teaches that most probably that's going to be the fulfillment of those 80 years of the parable of victory. Now, a lot of people believe, uh, a lot of people that buy, write prophecy and study it believe that we are the generation uh, that will see this come to pass. So we are the fig tree uh, generation. A lot of people that study the Bible uh, believe we're going to see it come together. So that's the first uh, big one in my mind is the fig tree parable. That tells us that we're, we're in the season when summer is nigh. Now the second one is here in uh, 2 Peter 3.8. Peter says, but love, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Back 40 years ago, one of my former pastors, he introduced me to Clarence Larkin. And I know y'all, I know a lot of y'all are familiar with Clarence Larkin. He wrote the greatest uh, book in the world on dispensational truth. Well, that's the name of it. Well, let me tell you what. It is the greatest book in the world on dispensational truth, and people still use this book even today. But Clarence Larkin and many even of the ancient uh, early church fathers believed that man's history on this earth would be 7,000 years. And so if you go back to Genesis, where God rested on the seventh day, you find each one of those days looks forward. Uh, to a thousand year period. So you've got 6,000 years of man's history. And then on the seventh day, you have the millennial kingdom, the day, uh, millennial of rest, where God's people uh, will be there with the Lord Jesus Christ, reigning and ruling on the throne of David there in Jerusalem. So there you have it. You've got those 7,000 years. Now I have heard some uh, say, well, you know, Jesus was crucified. His death, burial, and resurrection was around 30 or 33 AD. And so therefore, if you add 2,000 years to that, you're coming on uh, up to about 2,033 or 2,030. And like I said, this is just speculation, but if you take seven years off of the tribulation period, that tells us that we're getting closer than ever before. And uh, many of these folks, these globalists, they want to reset everything by the year 2030. They've done said that. So this 7,000 year of man's history tells us uh, that we're getting into ballpark. So that's the second uh, big reason that I believe, and there's many other reasons, but I'm just trying to give you some reasons that sort of bring this thing to a uh, zenith. Uh, the third one, I believe, is in Hosea 6, which is very similar to the second one. Hosea says, Come and let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn, and he will heal us. He hath smitten, and he will bind us up. And Hosea 6, 2 says, After two days will he revive us. In the third day he will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. Well, folks, many believe, and there's not a lot of information in most of the commentaries I've read, so 
many believe the 2,000 years is talking about the church age. If you look at Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Philadelphia, Laodicea, all these seven churches, really is a panorama of the church age from Ephesus to Laodicea. And so we find that uh, after this second day, after the, the end of the tribulation period, the Old Testament saints will be raised and we will reign and rule with Christ there on a new uh, millennial earth. And so the two days, I believe, are also important. So that's three ways that uh, I've always looked at that will tell us that we're in the ballpark. We're in the season. Uh, of the Lord's return. And so the main thing we need to be doing is out there witnessing to as many people as possible because the rapture of the church is imminent. It is imminent. It could happen at any time. And listen, uh, the Bible tells us, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Comfort one another with these words. It's like Hal Lindsey said in an article I read this morning. It's going to be soon. We're going to be going up. We'll go to be with the Lord one way or the other, either through the rapture or through death. And so this morning, appreciate you uh, tuning in, and most of all, just keep looking up. Thank you for listening to the Prophecy Forum podcast with Pastor Larry Cockerham. 